This is the Realist Realtor Podcast, hosted by Carmelita Turner, the Realist Realtor you know. Episodes are here each and every Wednesday at 3 p.m. Because this is the show where people are interested in engaging in real conversations that talk about real life and how very real situations impact how we are able to leverage our wealth building ability through real estate. We're so glad you decided to join us. Welcome back podcast hosted by myself, Carmelita Turner, the realest realtor you know. I'm so excited. Today is May 20th, 2020, and this is our 25th episode of the Realist Realtor podcast. So I am just so super excited about all the progress that we've made. I mean, this is our silver anniversary yay our silver podcast anniversary our 25th episode so i'm so excited we're gonna have a lot of fun today today i am going to be giving out pink flamingos so let me kind of tell you what that means i watched this episode well okay i don't really watch television i do often have it on in the background as many of us of course during this pandemic have been um working from home or being at home a lot more so there are times the television will just be on in the background and I happened to look up during a segment that was on live with Kelly and Ryan and she had a girl scout I want to say and I believe they were called the they are going around as their community service project giving out pink flamingos so they are basically putting hey look at the irony of this 25 Pink Flamingos up on my silver 25th podcast anniversary, 25th episode. They're putting these pink flamingos in the front yards of um, essential workers um, and uh, frontline responders in the healthcare industry, which I thought was so cute because when you think about the symbolism of a pink flamingo, pink flamingos represent beauty and balance and grace and confidence. And what I love is that another little part of the pink flamingo is their flirtatious nature. So I was like, hey, that works for me. I'm like a pink flamingo, baby. So I'm giving out pink flamingo recognition today. So part of that is going to be in our recap of what we have been doing uh, for the month of May for our Cost of COVID series. Shout out to our producer, Gina B. She is on the leaning edge of... um, staying up to date on current trends and what's happening in the news. We are constantly reading news, watching news, listening to um, our community and to our stakeholders so that we can be responsive here on the Realist Realtor Podcast. So you may remember we kicked off the month of May talking about the overall cost of COVID, starting with the homeowners. And it's so ironic because Right after we did that episode on the homeowners, I started seeing so many other local news outlets, things of that nature, doing similar stories. So at first I was like, okay, I didn't think much of it. Um, I will say that ABC, starting tonight, May 20th, they are kicking off a three-part series called Pandemic, A Nation Divided, where they're going to be exploring, as we have been doing all the month of May here at the Realist Realtor Podcast, the cost of COVID on our nation, 
and the um, divides that it is putting a magnifying glass on uh, in our nation as far as class and race, all of which we have discussed this month on the podcast. So thank you again for those of you who've been following along with us on this series. And then our last week's episode, we talked to our solo queens and we talked about the cost of COVID on single women, whether they are single by divorce, single um, due to the death of a mate, a spouse, a partner, single by choice, didn't matter. We were just speaking to our solo queens and gave some uh, tips and advice on how we can be a, a greater support to women that find themselves in that situation. No, don't you know the very next day after that podcast, Good Morning America featured a single mom out of Texas, and she's actually a restaurant manager whose income, of course, has been uh, deeply impacted due to the cost of COVID. She's a mom of five kids, single mom of five kids, and she was talking about how she has been having to make decisions on how they are going to sustain themselves. And there are many days where they skip meals so that they can save money. And that was exactly what we shared here on the Realist Realtor Podcast as we were talking about the cost of COVID on our solo queens, not just as it pertained to situations they may find themselves in as far as their living environments and why we work so specifically and diligently to serve our solo queens so that they're able to realize Uh, security and a foundation through real estate for themselves and their families by first owning their own home, their own slice of dirt, their own sanctuary, and then learning how to leverage those same behaviors to continue on with more investment properties. So now it was at this point that in my mind, I said, okay, imitation is the highest form of flattery. So, and I do know that there is a local, um, uh, news person that follows my podcast. So I'm giving myself a pink flamingo first because I am saying that we here at the Realist Realtor Podcast are always making sure that we're staying in front of the trends and the news stories and what's happening that matters to you because our mission is very simple. We connect real people and real facts about how real estate impacts them. That is it. That is the connection. Real people with real facts about real estate. And we're very happy to do that. And it, it, it's so amazing. As you'll see on our YouTube channel, make sure you're subscribed to Call Carmelita on YouTube. Ring that notification bell. Um, because as we start uploading the scenarios that you all have shared with us and sent in, it's so amazing how so many things in our lives always can spiral back to real estate. So I was very honored to see that other news outlets and media outlets are also exploring this cost of COVID and and what it's doing to us as a nation and also globally, because I think these are impacts that we're going to be feeling, not just in the real estate market, but in our lives for many, many years to come. So with that being said, I have another pink flamingo that I want to award and give out today. So our focus for today's final episode in our Cost of COVID series is focusing on our silver foxes, those um, of our um, communities and our loved ones who happen to be elderly or silver foxes. Now, let me qualify something here. 
when I use the term silver fox. So I have used this term for decades and I've offered this term to many, many people um, to use as a way to look at the elderly in a more empowering way. And one thing that you know for sure about the realist realtor is that I always give credit where credit is due. The very first time I ever heard the phrase silver foxes used was when um, I was regularly attending as a member of Ebenezer AME Church in Fort Washington, Maryland. Shout out to the wonderful, phenomenal Reverend Dr. Granger Browning Jr. and his outstanding, wonderful, beautiful, strong woman um, of faith and co-pastor Reverend Dr. Joanne Browning. They were the first people that I heard utilize the term silver foxes because um, they were always so appreciative of our matriarchs and patriarchs. They always made sure that they paid homage and they continually do to our matriarchs and patriarchs. And it was an empowering phrase in the sense that they acknowledged our silver foxes as people who have done phenomenal things in their lives and in our society. And just because they're elderly did not make them less of an asset. It actually made them more of an asset. So I give them a pink flamingo and I proudly um, devote this episode of the Realist Realtor Podcast to our silver foxes because we do want to take a look at what the cost of COVID has been and continues to be on on their uh, community. So one of the things, if you'll remember from my podcast last month, where I um, revealed that comedy is definitely an area that I plan on pursuing. I love a good laugh, I love a good book, and I love music. So today I thought we would start off with a little brand of humor. So as we were doing our research for this episode, I'm already laughing, so we came across this um posting that was about senior citizen texting code, right? And I know I'm always laughing at myself, sometimes at my mom, because I'll text her something and I'll, I'll put in a, a texting code of some sort. And then she's like, wait, what does that mean? So even for myself, I was laughing when I thought about my own millennial daughter, who's 26, she'll be 27 this year. And there were times that that, you know, Haley would text me something and I'm like, okay. I'm like, wait, what does that mean? (laughs) You know, so a lot of my text lingo, I had to be taught by my own child. And I was kind of laughing because I then in turn had the nerve to call myself teaching my mom when I had to myself learn it from my own child. So they offered some new senior citizen texting lingo. So for my silver foxes out there, you're going to probably get a good kick out of this. ATD <laughs> at the doctors. <laughs> BFF best friend pal. <laughs> okay. I know. I know folks. You all know that my comedy is just very uh inappropriate and cutting edge, but I thought that was hilarious. BTW bring the wheelchair. Let me tell you something. I'm not quite in that silver fox category yet, but I can think of a whole bunch of times where I needed to text somebody to bring me a wheelchair. B-Y-O-T, bring your own tea. (laughs) I love this. F-W-I-W, forgot where I was. G-H-A, got heartburn again. I-M-H-O, is my hearing aid on? (laughs) 
L-M-D-O, laughing my dentures out. T-T-Y-L. Now, I know everybody's like, oh, I know this one. I know this one. You know, yeah, no, it's it's uh, not talk to you later. It's talk to you louder. So I thought that was a fun way to seg- segue into our um, focus today on our silver foxes and the cost of COVID um, on their lives and their realities during this pandemic. So one of the things that we know when it comes to our silver foxes, those who happen to be elderly in our society and community, is that this pandemic has clearly not only taken a toll on everyone, but it has clearly taken a toll on them as well. It has seriously affected their lives. Um, In addition to medical risks that they may have, we have to understand that our silver foxes many times depend on caregivers who may be friends or family or even organizations outside of the family to get some of their basic needs met, whether it's picking up groceries from the grocery store, picking up medicines from their local pharmacy, uh, things of that nature. But even most importantly, for that um, social interaction and many times economic challenges, our silver foxes are relying on their support system. And this pandemic has has posed some challenges when it comes to that for our um, elderly faction of society. When we think about medical things, um, many medical professionals agree that our silver foxes tend to fall on our most vulnerable and high risk category for COVID-19. So that would be people who are 65 years of age or older, or people who happen to be living in nursing homes or long-term care facilities, um, which we have seen quite a bit, unfortunately, on many of our major news outlets because um, they are in these uh, you know, dense uh, environments in nursing homes or long-term care facilities. They, of course, again, are already vulnerable many times due to age. And then some of them may even have underlying medical conditions, whether it's, you know, um, diabetes or heart conditions or um, things with their kidneys, things of that nature. So they um, pretty much in those environments, a large portion of the time are just part of a perfect storm. All of the necessary conditions are present to make them vulnerable to this disease. And then when you couple that with the fact that just as we age anyway, we know that many different things happen to our bodies. Goodness knows I am a living testimony to that one. But there are other things that begin to happen to us like declines in our immune system. And this um, medical condition or documented medical condition is called amniocensis. And that's just kind of this slow, insidious process where your immune system just, you know, through the nature of aging becomes a little weaker over time, which is why it's so important to make sure that we are getting our superfoods and making sure that our silver foxes that we love and those that are in our lives are getting their superfoods as well. Um, Your avocados, your berries, um, you know, um, you know, putting, you know, putting together smoothies, um, whether you are someone who uses sea moss in your smoothies or moringa powder with the 91 minerals that we need, we have to make sure that they're getting their kales, their, their green foods, their bell peppers, you know, all of these things that are good for our immune system, 
we want to make sure that we're doing those things and making sure that it's happening for our silver foxes as well. Um, one of the things that our body tends to not do as we grow older is produce a lot of immune cells. So the B is in boy and T cells are the cells that we have in our bodies um, to fight viruses. And what happens is they tend to become fewer and fewer as we age. There are two types of T cells. One is a memory cell or a T cell that is serves the purpose of memory. And these cells basically remember encounters they've had with pathogens that have you know, entered our bodies that they have had to fight. And so because they are the memory cells, those T cells, if that pathogen tries to poke its little ugly head back into our systems, it remembers that pathogen and knows how to fight it and eliminate it. Now, the second type are, for, for you know, the purposes here, these are the naive cells in the sense that they have yet to fight anything. They haven't fought anything. They haven't memorized anything. So what happens is when a virus like COVID-19 shows up, um, the memory cells don't fight it. They don't activate because they've never seen it before. They've never seen it before. So that means that the naive cells have to then take on the fight because the body is saying, hey, this is something new. We've never seen it. We're not prepared for this fight. So the naive cells have to then take on that fight. However, in in our silver foxes, those naive cells, as I just said, have, as the years gone on, been produced in fewer and fewer amounts. So whereas I may have more naive cells to take on a new battle with something like COVID-19, a silver fox may be a little more vulnerable because they may not have as many naive cells available and ready to take on that fight. So these are things that we just have to keep in mind. I know everybody wants to get outside. Everybody wants the restrictions to be lifted. Everybody wants to think that we're gonna go back to doing what we always have done. But again, I just hope that this series has helped us all get to a point where we're ready to accept that we must do something different and we must become better. Better humans, better neighbors, better care providers of those that we love. We must become and do better. Okay, so that's that's just what we're seeing as the challenge with our vulnerable silver foxes and why, the, why we really need to be aware of this, okay? Then when you couple this with some of the other factors we've talked about this whole month, the disparities in the healthcare arena. There are huge disparities as far as access to resources because of race, socioeconomic status, and other characteristics that may impact your health. Our silver foxes are just an extension of that. You know how people say, if you take a look at how a society cares for its children and its elderly, it tells you a lot about that society. Well, as a country, we're not doing very well on that front on both our children and our elderly. And it's definitely something that we must take a better look at. 
It's too frequent that we hear these loud mouth talking heads saying that, oh, well, you know, jump to these conclusions. That person was older and they had diabetes. So, of course, you know, their outcome from COVID is going to be worse. Again, not taking into account that if they just were to take a step back and ask what contributed to that person having diabetes. Now, we don't need to ask what contributes to somebody getting older. Heck, I'm getting older as this podcast progresses. We don't have to ask that question. But we do have many times ask, okay, what are these contributing factors? How can we become better proactively in dealing with these things? And I will keep reminding you, and I will keep reminding anyone who hears my voice until the day I leave this earth and my energy trans transitions into a new form, race is not biological. Race is not biological. We know that race itself does not cause the disparity. It, it, it doesn't. You cannot say that race is causing the disparity in these COVID outcomes. It's the relationship between the race and the resources that we need to look at. So again, they become even more pronounced and profound when we're talking about our silver foxes, our elderly um, faction. Laura Samuel is an assistant professor at John Hopkins, and she has found that countries that have a high proportion of people who who spend more than a third of their income on housing have higher COVID mortality rates. Did you hear what I just said? Again, real people, real facts related to real estate. People who spend more than a third of their income on housing have higher COVID mortality rates. So this is basically pointing out what we've been talking about this entire month. People who, number one, work in these quote-unquote essential frontline areas, whether it's at grocery stores or gas stations or places where they've had to show up for work, put their lives on the line, making very low wages, having very little protection for themselves and their families, being underrepresented in the arena of health care, and having to pay high portions in rent. And we already talked about not having protections that were extended to people who are mortgage holders versus those who are renters. So when you layer that on top of then belonging to the category of being a silver fox, an elderly citizen, 65 years or older, it again makes the cost of COVID that much higher for that faction of society. If we had a society that was structured so that everybody had the same chance at health, we would not see so many of these disparities. Health, just a basic human right, the same access to health, like that is unbelievable. And we know that a lot of our um, silver foxes may not be totally independent, although they may be aging in place. But again, they still have to rely on others for their shopping or personal care, bill paying, things of that nature. And these things have been impacted for them because of the cost of COVID, because many of those folks who provide those services are not able to access or get to our silver foxes. There are approximately 
about 1.4 to 1.5 million seniors living in nursing homes in the United States alone. So again, their care is so incumbent on the ability of those caregivers to be there to provide the services. And again, we're putting our seniors at such great risks. We've seen so many (laughs) Zoom fails, right? But we've seen a lot of great and wonderful things happening with Zoom because we've all had to stay at home more and figure out new ways to communicate. But again, we've got to understand for our silver foxes, many times this technology is not accessible to them. I have a wonderful friend and classmate slash colleague who's out here in the world doing great things for silver foxes, teaching them about their technology, hollow out to my dear friend Edith King. Um, And she has created courses for silver foxes so that they can learn basic things like how to use their phones better. I told her I can't wait to sign my mother up for for her classes. I need to know how to use my own phone better. So when we're talking about uh, trying to prevent social isolation for our silver foxes, this becomes another area to consider because if they don't know how to use their phones to FaceTime or do things of that nature, how how on earth are we gonna expect them to do a Zoom or get on Portal and make calls to their families? We want to not forget that that social interaction is so important for our um, elderly loved ones and community members to really combat depression and anxiety. We know it's important for us. So it's definitely important for our seniors who are staying at home more to avoid being infected. They're not even able to go out and get an ice cream cone and kind of talk with folks just who happen to be at the ice cream stand because they're having to stay home more. And then of course, economically, where they're seeing declines in their savings, maybe in some of their investments, their IRAs. Again, this, this pandemic has not spared anyone, our retired seniors included. And many of our retired seniors, just because, you know, uh, just because folks retire, we have 12 million adults age 65 and older who still choose to work outside the home just for personal fulfillment. So if they have been working a job, um, you know, for personal fulfillment, and then unfortunately there's some other 65 and older who have to work to help pay their bills, and now they're not able to go in to do that for you know fear of putting their health at risk, they're seeing an impact economically as well. Okay? So it's so critical that as we end this month and th- thinking about the cost of COVID on the different groups that we've highlighted here at the Realist Realtor Podcast, that we're always mindful of not just the impact it's having within our own four walls and a roof, But we have to think about the impact to those other groups, the silver foxes that we may have in our family. I know I have my mother who we dearly um, care about and we make sure that that we are putting in place and and, 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 um, insisting on safety measures for her well-being, okay? And, And the same is true for many other people. So these are the things that I think sometimes kind of get lost in the bigger picture, but they're all equally as important. Now, how does this impact us in the in the area of real estate? As I mentioned, we have many seniors who may have a desire to age in place, 
or seniors who just have a desire, especially now during this pandemic, when people aren't able to come in and help them as much, who are realizing that maybe what they need to start doing is downscaling, getting to a, a, a place where, you know, they don't have as much house to have to take care of and things of that nature. So, so this is what I'm going to offer to you all in the audience. Check with your silver foxes. Make sure you're giving them a call and checking on them often, sending a friendly word, whether it's a text or whatever it may be. Talk with them about important issues that families never want to address. You know, what do we want to do with the house? You know, put it in, put it in a family trust or some type of LLC now so that you all do not have to worry about probate decades and decades from now when your silver fox transitions as we all will take care of your business now talk to them about insurance now life insurance insurance on the home as well i cannot tell you how many families call me in because they're going to need to sell the home of one of their loved ones one of their loved silver foxes and there has been damage in the home that could have been taken care of immediately through that person's homeowner's insurance have these conversations now, people. I am not the realest realtor just because. I'm the realest realtor because I've seen real life situations that we all must stand up, pay attention to, learn from, and then educate ourselves and others on how to do better. So start having these conversations with your silver foxes now and just sit down and get feedback from them on, you know, what they desire to see happen in their living situations. And guess what? Catch up on your family history. That That's going to be my next project that I'm taking on. I know my mother doesn't know this yet, but it's about to happen. I want to do a family project of my own where I learn more about who I am and, you know, where I came from, who I came from, and uh, just many of the wonderful things that I know um, must exist in my family lineage. So what better way to do that than by having a conversation with our silver foxes? So I definitely want to thank you guys for joining us for this episode in our series, The Cross of COVID. I want to ask all of you to definitely consider becoming a sponsor of the podcast. I am always promoting and shouting people out, not asking for anything in return. Um, but I will ask another pink, pink flamingo for me. I am asking that you consider sponsoring this podcast, even if it's for two bucks a month, three bucks a month, that all adds up. And we put it right back into the podcast to assist us with equipment and guest connections so that we can continue our mission of connecting real people with real facts about real estate. I'm so glad you guys joined us today. Please make sure that you're headed over to our YouTube channel, Call Carmelita, that's C-A-L-L, my first name, Carmelita, C-A-R-M-E-L-L-I-T-A. Hit that subscribe button, ring that notification bell so that you'll be able to enjoy our scenarios, our video takeouts and bloopers, and all of the helpful information that you'll find there on that YouTube channel. Ladies and gentlemen, thank you again for joining me. Your host, Carmelita Turner, the realest realtor you know. Until next time, stay blessed, love on each other, and stay safe. Thanks for listening to the Realist Realtor podcast. Head over to Call Carmelita for Real Estate, all spelled out on IG. 
and look in our bio to click on our link so you can connect with us across all platforms. Please subscribe to the podcast here on Anchor and Spotify, and we'll see you next week.